Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening? Yo, 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 yo. Did you guys watch that game? Roll. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I watched bits and pieces of it, the bits and pieces that they showed in my market. <laughs> I listened. Was that the fresh market? I listened to the rest, though. The fresh I, market. I got to listen to uh, our favorite guy, Larry. Dude, That's I have to tell you, I was, I was listening call the play-by-play i was listening to the pregame and i hope and i heard larry um talking to sam and sam was getting a little out there dude he was like they're playing the super bowl champion pittsburgh steelers the defending champions and larry was like uh they lost the super bowl sam you remember that and he was like well they're still good i know plus he was saying stuff like there's a they're, they got about uh, four seconds left on the clock. And uh, he was like, uh, minutes. Minutes. I'm getting a little Dude, worried Sam, about Sam. I'm worried about him, too. He was, like, so mad from the moment he came on the thing about the whole 3-4. He's like, I just can't stand the 3-4. And, like, <laughs> how was he during the game, Josh? Because I was watching the game and I didn't listen to the radio. He was... He was okay. I mean, you know, Larry kind of got into Larry's rhythm and just kind of, <laughs> you know, ignored some of the comments, I think. But according to Alan the Bruce, they all get along swimmingly. Mm-hmm. Apparently so. So anyway, dudes, um, we forgot to introduce ourselves. Um, That's right. Well, we're on episode number 260, so if you don't know who we are by now, then... Uh... <laughs> Well, hey, you can't make any assumptions. To all of our new listeners out there, welcome to Harry Hog Football episode number 260. That's 260. And for those of you who are longtime listeners, like Aaron said, you should know who we are by now. We are Aaron, Josh, and John. Excellent! That's right. And um, as always, we'd like to give a shout out to our benevolent sponsor, uh, Mr. David Lee of David Lee Legal Services. If you've got uh, legal needs in the state of Virginia, um, that includes Ashburn, all of you Redskins players that are causing problems, uh, give David Lee a ring, and he'll help you out with that. I I haven't heard anything about any Redskins players causing any problems now that football's starting back up, and we got rid of worthlessness. That's right. Yeah, dude. Since we cleaned some house. John, what did I say to you yesterday, speaking of him? Like, we were texting back and forth during the game. Uh you were saying that the uh, the line looked good or something. The defensive guys looked good up front. Uh, what were you saying? I, I can't remember. Hold on, I got to pull yeah. it. Yeah. The defensive guys. I had so, guys many, I had so many texts on my phone that I had to go through this morning and delete like my text history because it was almost full. Interesting. Interesting. John said, 
Uh, hold on, I'm looking, I'm looking. I don't know, but it seemed uh, to me that... John said... Oh, go ahead. John said, the D looks hungry for the most part, playing very physical up front. And I said, that's because they don't have fatty to trip over on the way to the Dude, ball. can I tell you, can I tell you how much better Cofield was last night than Hainsworth was all last season? Oh, my. Oh, my. Was, oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. The entire def- the entire team pretty much all the way around was focused and playing like they were hungry and they wanted jobs and they actually cared. Um, the exact opposite when you had people like Haynes Worthless and McLazy out there. It was it was like mm-hmm. night McLazy. and day. It was fantastic. Even Rex Grossman, who I can't stand, had a good game. Oh my. Dude, Rex Grossman, Rex Grossman, <laughs> Rex Grossman, right out of the gate Rex was Nesman. like the first drive was like six of seven, marched him down from the one yard line to like inside the ten before the drive stalled. It was, a, yeah. it, it was. What happened with the stalled drives? We did have some stalled drives. We gotta, we gotta learn to convert. None, none of these stalled drives. Well, thing. there was that stall after the timeout. And the defense of the Steelers uh, shored themselves up. I guess they took some Imodium. Um But they also didn't have Palomalu and Harrison in for that whole drive, too. So maybe they were a little off from that as well. Like, they didn't need yeah, to but, play at all. But they did have William Gay in. And Willie Colon. He was in the whole game, too. Colon? It looked like Colon was getting pounded pretty bad <laughs> by uh, Bowen and maybe Cofield out there. Dude, the, our defensive line and linebackers were rocking it. They were kicking ass. They and were I saw Stephen Bowen out there. First, when I saw Stephen Bowen, the ex-cowboy out there, the first thing I said was, what the hell is he doing wearing number 72? Dexter Manley's number. You said, and then he, you said oh my. And then he sacked the living hell out of Byron Leftwich, who is not a small guy. And he, Dude, he just, destroyed he just him. him all like, all like a... Dexter Manley on Danny White style back in the 82 NFC Championship game. Yeah, dude. And I was like, wow, I I just had flashbacks. I had flashbacks of watching that game when I saw Um, that. And I was like, well, now I understand why uh, they gave him number 72. Dude, I'm I'm calling it. I'm calling it right now. By the end of the season, there's going to be an ex-cowboy that's John's dog. And his name is Bowen. We shall see. Doc Walker said they performed a uh, Cowboys exorcism on him, or he performed a Cowboys exorcism on him before the game started. And Bowen was like, well, thank you. I'm, I'm just really glad everyone here has accepted me. <laughs> it was pretty hilarious. He was like, your sins have been forgiven, my brother. Uh-huh. Well, he cracks me up all the time. I, I love Doc Walker. He is funny. Dude, what's next, though, man? You know. I think this is a make it or break it year for Tony Romo down there. We're going to see him in Washington next um, year. No. Well, once. Oh, let me year, rephrase that. Getting beat. No way. We're going to no, I wouldn't see him even be surprised. one game and getting beat. Maybe if Kitna doesn't take over his job, but we're not here to talk about the Cowgirls. We don't need to talk no, about Dal ass. Let's keep talking about this victory, this very improbable victory where the team was so good i think they only had one penalty in the first half and that was character doing something and that was it dude that was a late hit on character yeah and then the next thing you knew he was out and aaron's dog the uh the rookie was in jarvis jj 
JJ. And he was a he was a was, presence. He was a presence, and I was watching him. And he was in 99. the backfield a few him, times. Dude, they gave him a fatty number. Andre Carter's number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that was his number in Clemson too. Well, Andre Carter was anything but a fatty dude. He was like zero percent body fat. Yeah, he truly. still is. He's a specimen. He was a he is he's a, a specimen. specimen. Now he's up there playing with fatty. as Python he would is. say, he's a man's man. <laughs> <laughs> he's a man's man. He's a man's man. I don't know, dude, but since we're talking about the defense, I got to ask this question. Did you guys, and I and I brought this up to you, John, when we were texting, but did you happen to hear Larry Michaels say, call Rocky McIntosh <laughs> the lonely moor? <laughs> what? <laughs> the lonely moor. Josh texted me that, and I was like, uh, what? racist. Uh, dude, <laughs> if you listen back, no if you way. listen, he got. It was like there was a pass and like it was deflected by Macintosh, but it kind of went right through his hands. Like maybe he had an opportunity to catch it. And, oh, uh, and Larry goes, right through the hands of Rocky Macintosh, the lonely moor. What? It's got to be. No. It's got to be some kind of inside joke or something. I, I really don't know because I was just like, uh, uh, that made me uncomfortable. It made me uncomfortable too. I was like, what does that mean? I didn't hear that. I was anyway. too busy listening to Kenny Albert, and um... maybe maybe I heard it wrong, and I couldn't rewind. But uh, but Amy and I were listening to the game. We both looked at each other. We were like, "What did he say?" <laughs> oh my! <laughs> oh my! <laughs> oh my! Anyway, dudes, back to the game. Um, yeah, there were some mistakes made, but um, overall, my my overall impression of the game. First of all, I was surprised. Second of all. I only have one word to sum up the offense and the defense. Crisp. Crisp. It looked like, I mean, I haven't seen them play that crisp. Of course, it was preseason against, like, the scrubs from Pittsburgh. But I haven't seen them run plays that crisply on offense, and I don't even know how long. There were zero, absolutely zero, two-yard passes. There were zero false starts. There were zero... There were zero wide receiver screens. I mean... Crisp like an apple. Rex Grossman was putting a nice touch on most of those passes, like nine out of ten of them. Yeah, yeah, don't get so excited about that, though. I mean, he he did have a good game, and I'm telling you, this this weekend, this Friday for the next game, he's going to go back to being Mr. Pick and Fumble that we all know and hate. I'm telling you. It's early yet. It's early yet. I'm not, That's all I got. How did I'm you guys ta- feel about? How did you feel about the O line though? Put Rex Grossman aside. He had all day to do whatever he was going to do. O line. The O line looked fantastic. They figured. O-line. They have figured out this whole zone thing for once. Like last year, they couldn't do it. Well, they cleared out the chaotic. Fun. The running backs are just finding the holes. Like waiting. Oh, there's one. Bam. The- Dude, Hightower looked awesome. He was like, you know, waiting, 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 and he wait till just the right moment. He watched the line shift and open up that hole, and he just plow right dude, through it. I t- dude, I dude. told you, four point eight yards of carry with damn Derek, the worst quarterback ever, Anderson at the helm. So everyone knew they were running every play in Arizona last year. He still got four point eight yards of carry. Hightower is going to be awesome. And he didn't fumble in this game. Knock on wood. 
No, nope. and he had good hands on the little the little dumps out to you know out to the to the. He end had one where, when he was catching those little. Yeah, passes. dude, on yeah, one I, of those like swings, he had to really kind of turn his body all the way around just to get to the ball he did. behind him. I saw that ball come out, and I was like, "There's no way he's going to catch that." He just kind of like turned all the way around with his hands in the top half of his body, but just kept moving and and caught it. I was like, wow. "Yeah, I was and talking on to top John of all that." He housed Ryan Clark on one play. Oh yeah, Ryan Clark had to go out for a play or two. He had to. He got shaken up on that. He, he they hit, and Ryan Clark fell back. It just like froze and fell backwards. It was it was like ooh. Dude, someone on that team, wow. someone on the Eagle or the Eagles, someone on the Steelers broke their finger last night. You I, were thinking I, Eagles I today, well, I think, because he played he played for the Giants. Ike Taylor. Oh yeah, maybe it's the it. one that yeah, broke yeah. his thumb. It was, it was it was a corner that their cornerback yeah. right broke his left. They said thumb, he's going to be out for a couple weeks, but now the last thing I saw on him is that he might need surgery. Oh my. Oh my. Oh my. That's never good for the for anyone's yep. first preseason game. Oh my. <laughs> no, that's not good. And we did not. It might need surgery. Look, three weeks. Look, as far as I know, the Redskins didn't suffer any injuries. The official uh, uh, injury report at this point is that there were no significant injuries from this game um, that we didn't already know about. Atagwe did not play. Um, Landry did not play. Cooley did not play. And Cooley's mm-hmm. knee is not getting better from the sound of it. It's It's... It's not looking like Cooley's going to be ready to play for, they were saying, two weeks, but it's starting to look like longer. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that's why they've shifted uh, Mike Sellers out and they're working him that way? I mean, he's got the big body to be like a big blocking tight end. I, I don't think, think Mike it Sellers is because is Mike Sellers only played with like, he, he was barely on the field. They had Keelan Williams in there playing fullback more than Mike Sellers. They hardly had Mike right. Sellers on the field at all playing anything. Dude, Daryl Young looked awesome in that game. He was picking up blocks left and right. Uh, Dude, it was like the smaller, more nimble Mike Shanahan team. He's got this like little running back. He's not really little, but Hightower out of Richmond. And then he's got Dar- Darrell. Was it Darrell? I think it's pronounced Darrell. Darrell Young out of Villanova. He's got these one double A guys coming out there. Did you see, and did you see that one like run making, by Darrell? It, it was awesome on that. It, uh, it was it was pretty amazing to see how everything was going with no penalties. Everyone was on the same page, and then you look at the offensive line, dudes. Um, Jamal Brown is healthy. He was rocking. Liechtensteiger at left guard was in the right place. Uh, Silverback mm-hmm. seemed like he was in the right place, although a couple times he looked a little bit lost. Like I need someone else to hit, and then. Uh, 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 you got Chester at right guard who stepped right in there and solidified the right side of the line. And then who's that that we have in the middle? The undrafted rookie out of Virginia Tech that was just like, a, a, well, we don't have anyone else to keep on the offensive line, so we might as well just keep him from the Zorn era. And Shanahan's taken him and said, oh, man, he's going to be awesome. and let's I'm going to make him a, be our center and get rid of Raybach, I... who was definitely going downhill. So. Dude, I'd still it I did see Montgomery get run over once or twice. But it was usually like I couldn't tell if he got run over or if he was letting him through cuz the stretch play was going away from him. Yeah. So I don't know. I know what you're saying. So yeah. let's talk about let, let's talk about third down backs for a minute. Just based on this first game, like who do we see as being a third down back? Hmm. Um Ryan Darrell Young. <laughs> you think so? 
Darrell Young. Well, the funny thing got- is that, you know, we had Hightower in there, and then the two little rookies, they're, they're like speed guys. We need a bigger guy that's kind of a change of pace person. Yeah, I want to see that Helu yeah. guy more next week because that dude ran it on what? Once or twice, I don't know the stats, but he got the ball once and he just took off. And I was like, "Oh man, give it back to him!" But then they put the Ro- Royster back in, who was also impressive. Yeah, and he seemed hmm. he doesn't seem to have as much speed, but he was pretty Royster good too. Seems, Royster is the one out of uh, uh, Penn State. He went fifteen for sixty six, and uh, Helu went eight for twenty eight. Both of them, even though you know they were getting work against second and third team defenses they were looking both of them look like intelligent picks that could contribute this year mm-hmm. yep. I thought. and dude we were talking about you know or at least i was pretty much saying that i thought brandon banks was going to get cut but he yep. came out and made a name for himself with two giant run backs true true that man he had one kick return he was the only one who had a kick return because Aldrick Robinson couldn't hold on to the ball. And he had one oh, kick Ald- return for dude, Aldrick Robinson yards. Dude, totally. And he had a one-point return for 19 yards. So did Terrence Austin. I'm going to talk more about him with a little wide receiver report. Terrence Austin's a sleeper to make this team. I think he is. Sleeper. I think he's going to get the last spot. And it, it might come down to him and Brandon Banks because he's a little bit more dimensional. Actually, I'll just talk about it now. I don't know, dude. Brandon Banks had that big breakout run again. Remember, he did that last year. It was like he needed to prove himself, and he did. That 58-yarder, yeah. That, he had two runs. Uh, it was kind of stupid, man. Stupid taking it seven yards in the end zone like that, but he did bring it out. We're so. going to see a lot more of that this year, too, since they moved the kickoffs to the 35. Dude, all I know is this. Brandon Banks could be kept on the team just because of his run back ability. I mean, purely as a return, as a I mean, brand specialist. I mean, uh, B Mitch was talking about it. He was like, I was like the fourth and sometimes fifth running back. And they kept me for 10 years for kick returns. And he, ended and he up does mass- it amassing more yards than anyone else other than Jerry Rice. Mm-hmm. He does have speed too. If you can get him streaking downfield on a play where you need somebody to go deep and he can catch, I mean, he could end up being going down as another receiver. He might. That, that's the thing, though. He didn't really do anything on the field as a receiver, unlike Terrence Austin, who had a couple of catches. But speaking right. of catching, there's one dude that can't seem to catch a cold, and that was Aaron's dog, Leonard Hankerson. Dude, he's not my dog. Why dude, do you, you said that? that you thought that that guy was going to be good. You were like, I think I got a really good feeling about Leonard Hankerson. I think he's going to be really good. And hey, he, I don't know hey, if it was because you dude. saw him running around out there with those big old white Mickey Mouse gloves that he was wearing that looked like soccer goalie mitts. But, man, <laughs> that, that guy, guy can't catch that, anything. Dude, he was not impressive. I was like, that guy couldn't catch herpes if he licked the cold sore off a horse lip. <laughs> that guy. Man. That guy. almost just threw up on his mouth. Oh, my. Was so nasty. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> dude all right all right first of all he's not my dog first of all he's not my dog second of all don't write him off from one game dude i mean he could have been nervous in his first nfl action you saw what That's kellen true. clemens did you yeah. saw what kellen clemens did in his first series and then he came back and actually looked good too yeah tell us what what did kellen clemens do in his first series 
Um, nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but then, dude, you're exactly right. He came back after that and played, you know, pretty oh much my. all the second half. And he was actually rather good. I know it was with scrubs, but still. Yeah. He shook it off. He was efficient. Hankerson, however, yeah. did not shake it off. He got one that hit him in the hands, and he dropped it. So what did he do? The next one that hit him in the hands, he dropped that one too. And the worst thing about it was that um, the, uh, the the broadcast was showing, they showed a replay of the one that Hankerson missed coming out of his break right near the goal line. Uh-huh. And then right after they showed that replay, in live action was the play that hit him in the chest, and he just dropped it. <laughs> yeah, because Aaron, Aaron was watching when I was talking to him on the phone, and his feed was behind mine. And I said something like, dude, look at that. It hit him right, blah, blah, blah. And you were like, no, dude, it hit him the other way. I was like, oh, no, you're watching the first one. Watch this one. Yeah. yeah. And he's not my dog, dude. Just because your dog's a cowboy. I mean, seriously. Dude, don't start projecting. Um, Aaron, I predict if he makes the team at some point, you will say he's your dog. No, I won't. Dude, you said he was your dog in the past. I guarantee you did. And we'll see what Bowen can do. I like the way that he's been humble and meek. And he's got, like, you know, we'll see what he can do. He's got the children. He may may turn. He may turn me from an instant automatic, oh, you play for the Cowboys. I hate you. We'll see how he does. Because he sure stepped up in that first game. And the dude's and he's got a good looking. Sister. He's going through some rough stuff right now too. Did you hear about his children? Yeah, no, dude, what? this is it's sad. He had two children born like what a few months ago. Twins. Yeah, twins and they were born, born like very premature, like after what? like four months or something, and they like fit in the palm of your hand, and one of them died right away. Within no, one oh, of them no. died in eight days, and the other one's still in the hospital, and they think that he might be able to come home within a month. So his wife is still in Dallas, at, basically at the hospital, and he's hoping that he'll, you know, his son will get out of the uh, hospital the and be able to come to Washington. Yeah, he's basically he's going through all that. Basically, all in Dallas still, and he's like, man, he's having to deal yeah. with that and the grief of that, and so man, and the, and the joy of no longer being a cowboy at the same time. And he actually seemed pretty cool on the sideline too. When he was talking he was to very, uh, Doc. He was. He was very humbled and chill. And I, I was very surprised to see a cowboy talk like, you know, like he wasn't full of himself and to talk intelligently at the same time. It was kind of nice. That might be why they. That might be why he's no longer a cowboy. Maybe, well, they said he was like, what, <laughs> what was it he said? He, he was smarted like, himself I'm glad out I'm being of... accepted over here. <laughs> Dude, he smarted himself out of uh, He smarted Dallas. himself out of Dallas. Smarted himself up. You're too smart for down here. You is so smart. S-M-A-T. I use so smart. S-M-A-T. So, dudes, <laughs> um, let's go back to the wide receivers here. Santana Moss. All right, go ahead. Santana Moss. Touchdown. Santana Moss, outstanding. Very crisp. Touchdown, Washington all of his... Redskins. How did his step look? Because I didn't get to see too many of them. Was he, was he quick? He was crisp. He looked at the top of his form. He looked crisp like a green apple. Like a burgundy apple. He was crisp. Like a granny Like an apple straight out of the refrigerator. Crisp. He he looked sharp. Jabbar Gaffney looked just like him but bigger. Yeah. They were both very crisp. Dude a tight route runner, man. He was good. Could Jabbar Gaffney juke those routes and trick them out? He was pretty good, dude. 
like him and Santana yeah. Moss, you know, like how Santana Moss has that knack to run his pattern, catch the ball, and then dodge under the tackle to not take the brunt of it. That's kind of how Gaffney yeah. was too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't get to see. Did he do his? Uh, did he do his traditional uh, spin? You know, where he, he did on his. On the, uh, well, he did on his first catch. The Redskins were on the one yard line, and he caught like an eighteen yard pass. And he jumped up and spun the ball, and he got ready to do his little arm thing where it's like, like he always does, and he held back. You could see him yeah. getting ready to start it, and he just held back like, nope, it's preseason. And was that the same play where Ryan Clark got injured, or was that another play? No, it was the one after that that Ryan Clark got housed. Hey, dude, who who was it? Uh, I'm getting off topic here from wide receivers. I'll come back oh, to right. this. All right. So what else about wide well, receivers? Well, let's talk about what Anthony Armstrong had a couple of catches. He was strong. As well, he also did um, the spin. I think one of the he other did. Guys he did, did do spin. a spin. I mean, he pretty much looks he's like he's picking up right where he left off. Um, Terrence Austin, we talked about sleeper. Brandon Banks, Dante Stallworth great. had a few catches that were pretty nice. Dante Stallworth, I think, has a good chance to make the team. Mm, excuse me, as well. I mean, oh, yeah, there's definitely. suddenly we seem to have a lot of pretty good wide receivers out there, and then you They're know, dudes. Hankerson was terrible. <laughs> Niles with the Paul exception. had a little bit of a, a a go out there, you know. One of the dude, three he had Oscars a nice catch. Got. He had yeah. a nice catch, and Dante Stallworth is the one that made that nice catch on the uh, fourth and one, mm-hmm. where he like went down low and barely caught it. That's and that true. was a and nice that pass one too. Was crap, because when uh, uh, I think it was Hightower got tackled, and he rode the du- on top of the dude for like a yard out of bounds, and they spotted him almost two yards back, mm-hmm. and he was less than a yard from when when he went out of bounds. I was like, that's a terrible spot. It didn't matter. In any event, in any event, yeah, it didn't matter. We got the first down. But Niles Paul, I think, I don't know if he'll make the team, but he may make the practice squad. And uh, yeah, I mean, he had a nice catch. The only, I was gonna yeah. say, dude, as far as all the wide receivers go, there were like zero drops, with the exception of Hankerson. Hankerson cut. Son. I mean, that's the most crisp I've seen them in a long time. Crisp. You know who also had a uh, uneventful game? Malcolm Kelly. Caveman. Yeah, and the oh, caveman. Oh, caveman. Dudes. Aaron, you called it. Caveman's going to get cut. Dude, he's he's gone, Josh. You think he is? Do you really think Absolutely. so? Absolutely. Yeah. Josh, did you happen to see a highlight of that Darrell Young, that his his giant play for like 15 yards or so where he he stopped in his tracks and did reverse field and then spun around a guy yes yes and he spun again and went around yes i did see that, that i was think awesome. that put the nail in the coffin as far as uh caveman's concerned i think put what put the nail in the coffin hmm. is that the caveman was only on the field for like five plays the entire game and keelan williams was playing fullback mm-hmm Dude, speaking so, of the caveman, about the caveman. Dude, I mean, we talked about him, and go ahead, Aaron. You're probably about to say the same thing. Weren't you talking to some dude on the site, K. Douglas, or someone about the uh, him meeting the caveman? Oh yeah, he said he had a story. I think it was at a, it was at, I guess the stadium or maybe a training camp or something like that. And he made some comment. He was chatting online during the game on our on our website, HarryHogFootball.com, on the live chat box, and he said that. Uh, he met the caveman at at one point and that he was just the nicest guy. He was really cool and, you know, pretty much what everyone's always heard about him ever since he, he bat, got, you know, he battled through his alcoholism and everything and, you know, totally cool guy. And then, like, 
he tried to talk to Carlos Rogers, who wasn't even in uniform because he was hurt. And Carlos Rogers was like, I don't have time to talk to you. And he was just like standing there doing nothing. Well, <clears throat> Carlos Rogers was trying to concentrate on how he was going to reel in the next interception. Yeah, he better keep concentrating. Mm-hmm. Anyway... Yeah, it doesn't look good for the caveman because you you see how many of the older veterans have already been um, released in in uh, exchange for getting some younger dudes in. If you look at the roster age, you'll see it's gone down dramatically. Right, we touched on that last week as well. It's been a pretty big deal. I mean, t- take yeah. out the outlier of um, London Fletcher, and I wonder what the average age went down. <laughs> the outlier. He's an outlier. You can't keep him in. I learned that in statistics class. Dude, you know one position that we didn't talk about yet? What? On the field. Which Graham cracker is going to be our new kicker? Graham Gano. He's not going to be our new kicker. He's going to be the incumbent kicker. That's true. He is the incumbent. incumbent. And and Shane Graham. (laughs) Yeah, if you guys didn't get to see the game, Shane Graham... And Graham Gano. Did he miss two? Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! I mean, Graham <laughs> Gano did have right. like what a forty-five yarder that banked off the upright into. It was a forty-five yarder that banked in between. It banked off, but it was good. And he had three total. Shane Graham had two, including a twenty what five yarder, twenty-seven yarder. Totally yeah, it was missed. short. Not even close. Chip shot missed it. It went left. Yeah, it went the, way the left. The short one was way left, and way the other left. one just didn't even get there, I think. It looked like my slice. It, like, off. hit the cameraman standing in the corner of the end zone or something. It was, it was, it was almost as bad as when I was kicking at the uh, original beach uh, blitz. No, your kick was way better than that, even though you are a straight-on kicker. I am a straight-on. I'm, I'm trying to but get anyway, MVP. Uh, dude, I think that made uh, Shanahan's decision a little bit easier. Right there, he I all so in too. his post game conference. He all but said, you know, he was cut. He was like, "Well, it's kind of hard to make the team when you're <laughs> missing kicks or whatever." He said, "When you're missing really, really easy kicks like that." I mean, I don't know. Easy he, he hasn't been cut yet, but I mean, you could see he looked. I felt bad for the guy seeing him standing on the sideline. He looked so like he wanted to throw up. Not to mention Graham Gano every kickoff. He, like, put him through the uprights. He did crush they... the kickoffs. Yeah. Hey, Aaron, when are you going to do your precarious predictions? I think I'm going to do that next week. And I've been putting a because, lot of thought into them. Because you better you better hurry up and do it because Rex Grossman is making precarious predictions already. Did you guys see that? Yeah, and then he went out and kind of backed it up, too. That's he kind of backed it up thing. for the first week so far. That was pretty interesting. I remember when. I, yeah, but it's preseason, dude. It doesn't count. Yeah, but yeah, still. but yeah, but still, he ran the offense well, and he was crisp. He was crisp. Basically, for those of you who didn't see it, Rex Grossman came out this past week, a couple days ago, about three days ago, and he said, um, "You know, he's talking about that we're fine being the sleepers right now." But uh, he finished his statement by saying, "When it's all said and done, I really feel like this team is going to win the NFC East." Yeah. Well, you know what? I heard some of the dudes on like the. Comcast pregame talking about this, and they were basically what else is like, he supposed well, would, to say? Would you really want a dude on your team that was going to say he didn't think you were going to win? 
Exactly. No, but I don't even think you. I don't think you need to say like we're going to win the NFC East and we're going to win the Super Bowl. I just think we need to say, man, we're we're going to be great. We're going to play really well together. It's going to be it's going to be a great season. We're, I don't think you when you add like yeah. these like these statements like we're going to win this and we're going to do that. I mean, why not say we're going to win the Super no, Bowl? No, I don't. I, I mean, don't think you should have said that like to the public. But if he was on my team. I'd want him to be saying that to all the players inside the locker room, like, dudes, we could win this thing. He basically said that he thought that the team was every bit as good as the 2006 Chicago Bears team. Oh, the one he sucked that he on? led to the Super Bowl. Yeah, the, that he, quote, led to the Super Bowl. He led, he led them to a Super Bowl defeat. <laughs> anyway, Kyle enough about so that. Better. Good old pick and fun. Enough about Rex Grossman. I'm not going to cut into him too much after he like showed up and played. I know. I'm just playing devil's advocate. And if we want to talk about Beck, talk he about tweaked Beck. his groin a la John Adams style. Uh, yeah, dude, but he hasn't. Dude, Beck hasn't played in a game in like four years. <laughs> well, we're going to see what he can do. I'm just going to point that That's out. That's why I want to see how he plays this week. And I really wanted to see Ben Chappell this week too. Chris Chappell. But... But Ben Chappell came in and he was awesome handing the ball off three times or whatever it was. That was at the awesome. Very end. It was it was twice. He handed the ball off like a champ. I someone I think it was the same guy I said on our uh, on our chat box. I know he was on there. Um Rigo's Revenge was on there a little bit as well. K Douglas O eleven. Yeah, he said, uh, man, he handed those off like a champ. So that was pretty much the report on uh Ben, don't call me Chris Chappell. Anyway, all right, dudes, well, let's take a break real quick. When we come back, we'll give out the first Game Balls and Kicking the Balls award for the 2011 season. What, dude? I was about to say, we haven't even, like, we haven't even talked about everyone yet. I think one or two people might be sneaking into the games and kicks here. We'll see. Yep. We'll see. All right. We'll talk to you after the break. All right. You're listening to Harry Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. Is someone you love in trouble with the law? Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI or reckless driving, or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. Perhaps it's a much more serious felony, murder, drug possession, or distribution, or even a third offense, DUI. Charges like these often leave you asking questions. Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every case is different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional. Consider David Lee. He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia, but for the right price, he's ready to travel to any corner of the state, including Ashburn. So if you or someone you love is in trouble with the law, call David Lee today at 757-259-9377. That's 757 757- Two five nine nine three seven seven.
right, dudes, we're back. Is John back? John, you back? Oh, dudes, did I miss anything? Yeah, we were talking about Evan Roydster. Evan Roydster. I thought I was hanging out with Sam Huff eating at the buffet. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Good old Sam Huff. footage. I just never get to say that anymore, so I wanted to say it. I don't even know what that means, dude. You've said it for like 200 <laughs> episodes. Dude, seriously. Just Google it. I don't want to. Well, then you'll never know. Anyway. You'll always um, live without that knowledge now. How about this this week? If you know what roll that beautiful bean footage, if you know where that comes from, send us an email at redskinsfan at com so you can educate Aaron. Or you can leave us a voicemail about it. What's that number, by the way? That's 177 Harry Hall. 177 Harry Hall. And otherwise, 774 277 9464. Goes directly to voicemail, so you're not waking up anyone in the middle of the night. So if you're watching the game and drinking, you can leave a drunk message. And we'll probably play it on the air. Right. It's funny. And, Roll that beautiful beat. And if you guys happen <laughs> to have a picture of Mark Brunel's one of our listeners, Sharon, would like to have it. So Sharon down in Tampa. Go ahead and send that in. Skins. Looking for it. That's once again a right. yellow cake. I, I believe those pictures are contraband, the way that they were uh, on the on the internet and then disappeared in a flash. Yellow cake. See what I did there with Flash? Mark Brunel's people had him yanked <laughs> offline. He had his yellow cake yanked <laughs> offline. He had his yellow cake yanked offline. Early in the morning. Yellow cake. <laughs> Anyway, enough about yellow cakes. Uh, we we got to go into our we got to go into our game balls and kicking the balls. Oh, let me find those sound effects. It's been so long since I've played them. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. It's time for this week's <laughs> kicking the balls award. Brought to you by none other than John Adams. <laughs> David Lee Legal Services. Brought, brought to you by Mickey Mouse Wide Receiver No Hands Catch Gloves. If you don't want to catch the ball, right. get you some Mickey Mouse looking mitts. Also in part by Tidewater Casket Store. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Well, I got my Who kick. Who wants to go first? John? All right. John's got his, so go for it. Mine dude. goes to Hankerson. People were starting, people Hankerson. like Aaron were starting to crown this guy the next Art Monk before he ever played a game, and then rumors started popping up a few days before the uh, the game Wait, yesterday hold on. that the hold, guy hold on, dude. Catch. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, dude. What? What? I never what? said anything about him being the next Art Monk, so what are you talking about? Aaron's dog. That's Don't Aaron's blast dog. him like that. His Dude, I didn't his say dog, it. I'm, dog, ju- I'm just repeating dog. things that were on previous <laughs> podcasts. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But Aaron, if you want to go back through the few last few podcasts and make sure you didn't say it. Um, dude, you know. dude, you will never hear me say Art Monk and Hankerson in the same <laughs> sentence. As a Unless you were saying Art deal. Monk is not. 
or Hankerson is not the next Art Monk. Because obviously the guy can't damn catch. Especially when you hit him in the hands. And still, I really don't understand. It looks like he has soccer goalie mitts out there. Is it Hope Solo dancing around out there, jiggling across the field, trying to catch the ball? No, I don't think so. Thank you. Well, all right. Well, don't write him off just after one game, though, dude. Give him another shot before I write him off. Uh, I think he's done. He might be done because they've got a lot of... In that game, they had a lot of wide receivers that were making some plays. Uh Uh-huh. It's like suddenly we have, you know, we haven't had wide receivers for like how many years now? And suddenly it's like, oh, we actually have a handful of people that can catch and play wide receiver. It's yeah, pretty interesting. We're actually kind of loaded at that position right now. I know it's only been one game, but it's like, you know, last year it was Santana Moss and who? Joey Galloway. And oh then my. AA stepped up at least and Terrence Austin a little bit. And, you know, we got Stallworth, Gaffney. And that's what you got to do. You have to have guys to build a team. You have to have guys that come in and step up and make a name for themselves, like AA and Terrence Austin. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. So that's my kick. All right, Josh, who's yours going to? Oh, my. Oh, my. It's so easy to give a kick to uh, to uh, Shane Graham for sucking. For... For, for kicking himself, it's hard to look cool when you're kicking your own. Hey, it's like, hard you know to look cool when you're kicking your own ball all all sideways. <laughs> when you're, it's hard to look cool when you're kicking Numb your nut. own balls. That's all I gotta say. Numbnut. <laughs> Numbnut. Uh, yeah, I definitely gotta give him a kick. <laughs> Thank you. That that quote goes to John Luton. Actually, I don't know where he got it from, but it's. All right, you know, dude. So that's cool. your kick, Shane Graham? Yeah, don't cut me off. Dude, you, you didn't even have to watch the game one, to figure that one out. I got one more thing to say. <laughs> but but because I could because I was only getting bits and pieces though. Who was it that uh on the kick return muffed that punt or that kick return or whatever? It Hold was. on, dude. That's who I'm giving my kick to. You can't have two. Too bad. You don't even know his name, so you can't have it. But it, <laughs> right, but it would be easy I for you to, to go for Aaron on this one. <laughs> All right, go for it, dude. Go for but it, it would be dude. easy for you to figure out his name if you looked at the stat sheet and saw two fumbles for the Redskins, both by Aldrick Robinson. <laughs> dude. <laughs> well, shame on you, Mr. Just go Robinson. straight on down to the individual. Just go straight down to the individual stats, and you'll see two fumbles. The only fumbles in the entire game on either team, and both of them go to Aldrick Robinson. And for that... Yet we don't see that he's uh, cut today. He's not been cut. I'm telling you, he's not cut yet because they said his speed is so good. But you can't... Well, dude, it doesn't matter how fast you are if you fumble the ball. Dude, Aaron, how can you give him a kick for that when he also had two punt returns for zero yards? <laughs> well, at least he didn't flub Dude. those. Where did he come from? Wasn't he did, he, like, though. He did. Like, he somewhere? did fumble one of those, didn't he? And he had to fall on it. That was one of the other ones, yeah. He had, he had two fumbles. One of them was the, the one Josh was talking about, and then one of them was on one of those punt returns. No, no, where did he come from? He's like from Southern Methodist. He came from Alder Grabbins. He came from his, his mom. Southern Methodist. Yeah. And he was like a wide receiver for them? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, mm-hmm. dude. 
<laughs> it's not many dudes that come out of college and they're like, yeah, I was a uh, left guard, but I think I'm going to be a wide receiver now. <laughs> I don't know where, where the hell Speaking they, where of who looks more like, like a wide receiver now, um, number eight. I'm looking at number up 83. Now. Fred Davis is looking like a wide receiver, and he did drop one, but he got popped pretty hard when he dropped it. He did. He did take a I shot. I just on looked that up one. your dog, dude. I just looked up your dog, Aldrick Robinson. Apparently, he had 1,301 receiving yards last year with 14 touchdowns. That's pretty. Southern Methodist. That's Southern some pretty Methodist. good numbers for Southern Meth. <laughs> Southern. Yeah, he's only five ten, 184 pounds. Southern Meth. The Southern Meth smokers. Southern Meth. So Let's go smokers! <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> or you could call them the anyway. cookers, maybe. Cooking up some southern meth. Let's go spoon burners. <laughs> the spoon burners. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that's who my kick goes to. So that rounds out the kick, so let's just go ahead and... Um, let me find the sound effect. Uh, it's here we time. go. time. And now... The coveted and ever-elusive Game Ball Award. The Game Ball Awards are brought to you by Triangle Casket Stores and uh, Triangle Casket Josh Store. Allen. Choose the one Uncle John would love. All right, Josh. Go to the folks who are cut above with 30 models on the floor. It's Triangle Casket Store. Josh. You want to start this one out with your game ball award? Sure, man. You say there's an urn that you can't find. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Gosh, my game ball goes to BFF. Which one? Big big Fat Fatty. Which one? Albert Hainsworth for not being Um, no, I'm going to get my, I'm going to go rare and give my game ball to, uh, to Hightower because typically I don't give it to a, um, to an offensive back or anybody like that. I'm usually a defensive kind of guy, but I was impressed by him in this game. I thought that I looked at him and I was like, wow, if he could play like that all season, he was patient. He waited for the hole to open up, you know. He got the extra yards. He was juking. He was turning. He was blocking. He seemed to be. He had good hands. He was blocking. It was. I thought he did great. I thought he did great. That's a good one. We'll give it to that guy. That's a good one. I'm a big fan of that pickup. As soon as I heard that trade, Vani Holiday. <laughs> what were the deal? What was the deal on that? I mean, what was the uh, what the Redskins end up paying for this guy? It's, it's we, we we gave him Vonnie Holiday and a late round draft pick. Yeah, <laughs> that's it, dude. To Arizona? That's yeah, I it? thought it was an awesome trade. I did too. That's a steal. Yeah, but they had like Beanie Wells, and they had some other rookie that they drafted, so they didn't really need him anymore. Beanie Wells is well. just an injury. After injury, Beanie. after injury, Beanie Linda Wells. They're gonna wish that. Hey, they I know had we're gi- I know we're trade. giving out game balls, but but since we're talking about running backs, you know who still doesn't have a job? Clinton yeah, Portis. dude, CP. Clinton Portis. There's, I don't know. I could see him ended up in like Detroit or something. Cleveland, <laughs> Detroit, Seattle. Anyway, all right, John, go Here ahead with your game ball. All right, it would be it would be the shock as much as I can't stand him for me to give one to Rex Grossman. 
and I really thought about what? it. What? But I'm not going to go there. Even though he did, I have to admit, have a very, very solid game behind a very solid Good. O-line. But my game ball, boy, my game ball is going to Barry Cofield, formerly of the New York Barry. Giants. You know what his stat line was for the game? Zero tackles. You know what he did the entire time he was in there? Push Everything that back. Albert Hainsworth was supposed to do when he was here. He was eating up like two dudes <laughs> at the same time so other people could get in there and make plays. Like Stephen Bowen. Who? Like London Fletcher. All those guys that were trying to make plays and they couldn't do it because Albert Fat Hainsworth wouldn't do his damn job. Albert was Barry basically Cofield just in the way. Exactly what he was supposed to do. Was in the way. He was that? in the way, dude. He was in the way. That's what I was saying, I, I dude. I'm like, it's because they don't have to trip over Albert Hainsworth. Anymore. I know. And, yeah. and and Barry Cofield did exactly what he was supposed to do. Fantastic. He was job. outstanding. So he gets he what? gets my um, game ball. And he's gonna have days just like this where it's gonna be like one tackle or two tackles. Maybe like one quarterback pressure and stuff like that. But he's the guy that's gonna free up everybody else. And he's not gonna get a lot of dap for it from people who are just like casual fan so for people right. that know what's Who going on Barry sack? Cofield game ball game changer right there at nose tackle who made the sack the big one on Leftwich Stephen that was Bowen. Um, Stephen Bowen the cowboy was that Bowen? cowboy and there, who else was on him some other little scrawny dude was the other taking one was uh was Chris Barnes on the uh and Lendon Fletcher went running in there with uh Kevin Barnes. Um, without his helmet on, Chris Barnes. Ke- yeah, yeah, London, London Fletcher, Fletcher had to come clean it up. With no helmet on. How'd you guys think London Fletcher looked? London Fletcher Solid. was freaking awesome. He was outstanding. He was- I think he's... that Dude, I still maintain London Fletcher is like the most classy, solidly consistent player we have on our team that's a, that's left over from, from years past. I have to oh, agree. There's no he's doubt. the outlier, like Aaron said. When you do the averages, and, he's the outlier. And quite frankly, I was... I was tempted to give him a game ball because he came in and basically just like cleaned house in the seven plays that it seemed he was in the game. Yeah. I he played longer, I guess, but it seemed like he came out of the gate ready to play. He he had like two tackles in the first three plays, then he ended up with a sack with his helmet off. Yeah, and, they didn't uh, credit it to him. It went to Kevin Barnes, but I mean he was there right after Kevin Barnes got mm-hmm. there. Cause, yeah, cause, cause Barnes couldn't take down Roethlisberger because he's too skinny. He fucking, Roethlisberger would have got that ball slammed off. right into his leg, and Roethlisberger was like, like kind of slowly listing over like a ship, and then Lennon <laughs> Fletcher just had to finish him off. That's dude. a good analogy, dude. That's exactly what it was. Lennon Fletcher had to come flying in and house him. He was listing like a ship. He was about to get the ball off too. He almost did, and they called him in the grasp yeah. of Lennon Fletcher. But anyway, Fletcher. as much as I would like to give him one. But I hate to say it, dudes, but I'm going to have to give my game ball to Rex Grossman because he was so efficient. And everyone, Chris. including us, say how much he sucks and joke him because of his triple chins and how fat he is and this and that. And then he just came out there and just ran that offense. He started the first play of the game. But he's gross, Dude, man. he started the first play of the game from the one-yard line. I was like, oh, great. Here's how we're going to start the season. First play, he just <laughs> threaded the needle up the middle for like 15 yards. And I was like, hey, that's not bad. And then it just moved on from there. They moved all the way from the one-yard line down to the 10 before the drive stalled. First drive. You can't – I mean, if they would have popped it in the end zone and or 
or I guess or Shane Graham would have actually made the field goal. It would have been an almost perfect start to the preseason. Yeah. Yeah, or as Larry would say, Rex Grossman's got some work to do here. He's deep in the hole. And dudes, hopefully I'll be able to give him <laughs> or another Redskins quarterback the game ball more often this year, but I don't see I mean, I think he definitely deserved it personally. I think he I'm I'm really thinking we're going to see a sophomore slump this weekend for the game, second game, but I he de- he deserves it. He had a really really good game. All right. Maybe he'll maybe he will uh surprise us, John. You never know, right? He did. Mm-hmm. He did last night. That's what she said. So, if you guys think that Rex Grossman had a had a good game and if you guys see him out there as a potential leader for this Redskins team, tell let us know what you think. Send us an email at redskinsfan at com, or uh, leave us a voicemail on our hog line at 177 Harry Hall. Yes, sir. That's one seven seven four two seven seven nine four six four. Josh, who'd you give your game ball to? I gave my game ball to Hightower. Oh, yes. Sorry, I forgot. Um, yeah, he was excellent too. I like that catch on the swing pass. Anyway, all right. Um, what else we got? Uh, some shout outs real quick before we round this thing up tonight. Um, Riggins Revenge, out everybody. Yeah. K Douglas eleven bolt skins yellow cake yellow cake Sharon. Um, the league is full. You probably got the email from John. There's a bunch of uh, a bunch of people that are pretty disappointed <laughs> out there. Like Josh, but like actually Josh, I don't think Josh, Josh is that Italy. disappointed. He's not in this year. <laughs> Although I got my invite and I went and I clicked on it and I went there and I was like, it was like, sorry, league is full. And I was like, what? Dude, that's because you <laughs> went there like two weeks after you got your invite. Yeah, well, that's fine. Somebody else will have to lose this year. That's all I got to yeah, say. Someone, it's going to be a totally skewed year without me in the. Without, in the, it's going to be Josh to be the doormat, the league doormat. I don't know what's going to happen this year. It, Somebody's going to have to take up the slack for me, guys. So I don't know who it's going to be, but it's one of you out there. It's going to have to carry the, the torch. Slack. It's going to be one of you guys, not me. Anyway. You're going to... Yeah. So anyway... Um, um, hey, let's let's give a shout out to our uh, listeners across the pond also. Um, a lot of good folks over there in the UK. Simon Kinsey. Simon Kinsey for cutting me real deep with his uh, comment on the site calling me a Yankee when I am obviously from the <laughs> South. And... Uh, <laughs> And whatever else, uh, you know, shout out to him. He should have gotten his trophy by now if it's across the pond. I guess pond so. Yet. It should have gone to Paul his. Paul yeah, it should have gone to his relatives in Florida who are going to visit him, and Paul out in Reading as well. And so anyway, yeah. Um, right on. I think that pretty much wraps yeah, it man. up, dudes. Visit the site. Send us some email. Um, give us a ring a ding ding. Donate some money on the website if you want. Go in the chat box in there. Uh, also, if you guys are just tuning in, if you didn't listen during the off season, um, we now have it easier than ever to listen to the podcast. You can just go straight to the site from uh, your computer or any iOS device and just stream it right there on the site. We'll have the new episode up. Don't even have to download it if you don't want to. Although we do love the downloaded, uh, it, it, sh- it helps us out a lot when we look at our iTunes stats. So, uh, you know, but if you want to listen to it uh, right off, feel free to stream it as well. Yep. 
Um, let me see. Let's just get, listen. Follow just us, listen follow to us on it. Twitter at Harry Hog. Yeah, just listen yeah. to it. We don't care. Just listen. Yeah. So anyway. And we're saying that to people who might not have listened to it, so they won't hear us saying this until they. Yeah, and give us your thoughts on the game because I mean I think pretty much everyone, every Redskins fan, true Redskins fan watching it, was shocked, pretty much in a very oh, good way about what was happening on the field. So if you have thoughts you want, if you want to uh, put out there, you know, you go through all the mediums that we talked about, and uh, Aaron, take it away. All right, dudes, hail to the Redskins, undefeated in the preseason, hopefully for the entire season. Precarious predictions possibly coming next weekend. We'll talk to you guys later. Hail to the Redskins, and as always, if you see a Cowboys fan, Gioka! Redskin, goo goo, get you.